Yes, yes, people, we are back live. We are back live on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube for another Manchester United Arsenal show, Mandem United podcast. Gonna talk from the Arsenal podcast. So please keep all your comments or your questions, Manchester United or Arsenal related, please, people. As you can see from the title, Karim Benzema to Arsenal question mark we're gonna get into that um anthony martial agent claims reports are false about him training alone so in typical manchester united fashion there's always some extra stuff going on big up to everyone who's just joined over from the raid from lewis's channel big up to everyone that was already here make sure you run up the likes though whether you're watching this live right now or watching this back after the live salute to you big up to everyone listening on the audio platforms but hit that like button make sure you share across all the socials and that's me flawless at sarcasm city tv on twitter and instagram follow on both please because then you will definitely be notified whenever we go live so, and on top of those two things make sure you subscribe to the channel sarcasm city tv as well gotta bring back the returning main co-host he has been missed so it's good to have him back in the building. TJ is in the court. Yes, TJ, what are you telling me? You good? What's up, Flawless? Yeah, I'm a lot better than I was last week. Sorry for the last minute cancellation. Oh, got, good, a little, got a little ill, but I'm good now. I'm Like I said, we were talking this morning. I'm jazzed to be back. Let's get into it. Obviously, Karen Benzema's coming to Arsenal. That's what everybody's <laughs> telling me. So, so why shouldn't I be excited, bro? Come on, we're back. We're back, Flawless. Don't worry. Big up everybody in the chat, especially Ryan, who told me not to panic, and then we lost three in a row. Big up everybody in the chat. <laughs> big up Ryan. I said, big up Ryan, who told me not to panic, and then we lost three in a row. That's just the Ryan curse, man. That's Ryan. No, no, dude. No, no, no. He That's is not allowed is. to speak on my football club anymore, okay? Uh, anything that Ryan tells me to do, I'm going to do the exact opposite. You're the opposite, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Ryan exactly. could Ryan could tell me. Ryan could tell me it's raining outside and I look up. I ain't gonna lie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's that's where I'm at with Ryan. Like legit. <laughs> could tell me it's raining out or look up into the sky to make sure. Big up to Chloe in the court, big up to Samir as well. Big up Warrior J who says, Flawless, you're so shameless, by the way. After you saw me and TJ tweet, you put the title for Benzema. I was debating it, and then your tweet did push me in that direction. That's why I decided to go with Karen Benzema. To Bro, no, you know, <laughs> it's like I say, I always wake up to the news six hours, six hours behind you. And when I saw that going across the, the tube today, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going back to bed. Like, stop giving these people false hope because now I have to hear about it for the next week. Yeah, well, we, we go discuss and, it because I genuinely don't think he'll end up at your club. I don't think he ends up at our club. The reason why I think it's such an interesting topic is the pushback I hear, whether it's my fan, my fan base or whether it's your fan base or the Chelsea fan base or whoever, I'm like, this is Karim Benzema. I was, I was watching Lewis's stream earlier and fans was in his chat talking about, oh, I don't want him at Chelsea. Your options are Jackson and Broha. What are we talking about here? Manchester United fans, our options are Hoyland and Martial. Arsenal fans, your options are Jesus, Jesus and Havertz. and Nketiah. <laughs> and Nketiah. Sorry, Nketiah. Like, what are we doing here? But anyways, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, like, we're going to, don't worry, we're going to discuss all this, but i got to bring back returning guests. Did so well on his debut. It was so well on his debut last week. I was like, mm -hmm. we got to bring man back on. So got to welcome back to the stream. Extremely knowledgeable, as always, when you are here. Um, Connor is in the building. Yes, Connor, what are you saying, man? You good? 
I'm good. I'm quite surprised I'm back, to be honest. I didn't think I'd be back so soon. So thanks very much for the invite and uh, big up to my brother TJ, man. And I can't wait no, to uh, get to see No, the, no he's, the smart, he's the smartest guy on my channel. He's so smart. Not enough of that knowledge was, was the knowledge was bursting out of my channel. So he decided to spin up his own channel again. Yeah. So yeah. make sure you go and subscribe to CMO people. He is yes. doing some incredible transfer shows throughout the week. I've been listening in. Um, and yeah, big up Connor every time, bro. Let's cook. This is going to be a yeah, lot of man. fun. And the yeah. chat is buzzing. The chat's buzzing. Now, Connor, I told you I was going to bring you back. Like, I wasn't lying when I said, one, having you one, and two, I was going to shout you back. So it's like, yeah, I was like, you know what? You're supposed to be on with TJ last week. You might work to well together anyway on TJ's channel. So it made mm -hmm. sense. And the chat liked yeah. you as well. So it's like, why not? Like 110%. Yeah, definitely. He's going to get you back on. Uh, big up to Will as well. Warrior Jay, I see you in the cut. Ryan, um, Guna ER as well. Uh, big up to Guna ER. Just became a member of the channel. I need to upload. I mean, not upload. Um, go to the other page to know what member you, what member level you joined. But appreciate it regardless, Guna ER, Guna ER, for becoming a member of the channel. Link is in the pinned comment as well. Uh, big up to Eli. Good to see you in the chat. What's good, Flawless TJ? And all my dons in the chat. Big up to Eli, Ibrahim as well. Um, but yeah, actually, before we get into the Benzema stuff, we'll, we can talk all things Arsenal. Hey, Zeus is back. Speaking of Arsenal strikers, so we'll go to you on that, TJ. First and foremost, hey Zeus, back because there was reports saying it was months, so clearly it wasn't. Um, I'm I'm happy to have him back. So we actually have, you know, we have a nine that that can link up play instead of just take up space. So that's good. Um, I, I, I you know, the, the big he really wasn't the biggest. I mean, he was a concern, but he really wasn't the biggest concern for me. Um, obviously it's, it's the help down the wings and down, down, down the flanks that we really need. And, you know, having him loose in the middle will, will help a lot. Like, like he said before, he's not, he's even admitted himself. He's not a striker, but I just, I still think he is, he is a player with potential to have an impact on a game. I'm excited to have him back and everybody can say he's garbage, big up Cooner ER, but he's the best option that we have at nine, whether he's garbage or not. That's why everybody's losing their minds about about Karen ben, Karen Benzema, which we'll get into. But it's it's one of those things where, given our other options, he's the best that we got. So I'm happy to have him back. I mean, and, and here's another thing: is if we do actually get a number nine in, I don't think that is going to happen. We can put him on one of the wings. If you know, God forbid, Saka gets injured or Martinelli, Martinelli right falls off, we put him as a good winger, and he played winger against he played wing against. Uh, Manchester City and I thought he did a job so you know he 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 can play in different positions he has that sorry I'm going to say it versatility in in those front three spots where we can kind of shift him around whereas with some other players I wouldn't feel that comfortable you know obviously we've seen we've seen Martinelli going to the nine we've seen Trossard going to the nine but anytime I see and I kind of you know you kind of look when you're seeing Havertz going into those different positions in the front three as well but if you're shifting around Jesus I'm not, I don't get as worried. Like I think we have bigger, bigger, bigger worries to worry about. I'm not going to say the bigger fish to fry thing, but I think we have. Um, I think I think uh, getting Jesus backs can only be a positive. Honestly, first, Connor, where do you stand with that with Jesus? Because like I stated, it, it was reported that it could be months, but he's seemingly back for your next game. It's better than Lillian Ketia. Yeah. I yeah. guess it's like, listen, don't get me wrong. I really like him. I, I, I was literally just on top of my way just now. And I was just talking about um, the current state at Arsenal. And I was just saying, like, I think I discussed it with TJ as well a couple of times. I really want to see Jesus on the wing. 
just because mm. that's where he played for City and he was so successful there. And I think he played there for a couple of times for, for before. Was it? Is it Santos? I can't remember where he was at. No, Pal Palmerias. I can't I can't pronounce it properly. But you know, on the wing, he's really good, and I think his creativity lies in a place where he can. He doesn't have to worry about always having to be the man to score the goals, if that makes sense. I think it would take a bit less pressure on him. But um, the problem is, I'd love to play him at wing, but we don't have anyone to put him put up front, you know, currently. So, <laughs> listen, I'm, I'm happy to see him back either way because I don't want Eddie anywhere near the starting 11, if I'm going to be so brutally honest. I'm sorry. Listen, nice guy, but not it at all um, for me personally. But listen, it's better than having him out for, for what is it, two months it was meant to be. So... Yeah, listen, I'm happy to have him back and uh, fingers crossed we can score some goals with him, man, because, boy, I do not know how we're getting these goals and if I'm going to be all honest with you. But, um, yeah, listen, it's better than nothing. That's all I could say. Yeah, fair, fair enough. And Eli says, this is an interesting point. I'm going to go to you on this, Connor, and obviously get TJ's thoughts as well. Also, why not try, try Martinelli in the nine? We've never seen it under Arteta, but his best has been in that nine role as seen last year when he and Trossard were interchanging. Where do you stand with that, Connor? Guys, would you like to see Martinelli as as a nine, false nine, interchanging with whoever's out on the wing or wings? I, I, would, say. I personally would love to try anything new. I think we need to try something new in this team because, by God, I am bored of these tactics, bro. I am so <laughs> bored. Like, it, we need to try something different. We need to try something where teams aren't going to expect it, you know? And listen, it's, it's in no disrespect to maybe dropping Jesus out of it, but... It, the game's the game. If if the team's not working and you're not going to be part of it, then I'm sorry, you're going to have to be dropped for a couple of games. Just try something new. But unfortunately, we've got a manager that seems to only like one system and it's his system. You know, people are crying out for Zinchenko to be played at midfield sometimes. Like just actually that makes sense. started in midfield. Mm -hmm. But obviously, I can understand we don't have a left back currently, so it's probably not possible. But, you know, it's things like that where fans are calling for certain things to be done in terms of tactically, we want things to be changed. But the manager doesn't want to do that. And um, listen, I'd love to play, to, to answer your last question, I would love to have uh, try Martinelli in the nine, just to see if it works. Because I remember he tried, we tried that under Unai Emery, and I think he had a really good uh, really good spell there for a while. And he, he got a good couple of goals. So, yeah, I think it, listen, and I think Trossard deserves some more games as well. I think, and you can even put Smith Rowe on the wing if you really want to. Smith Rowe, if you think about it, really started off as a winger for Arsenal, especially in the academy. So um, we could throw him in, him in there, but he's another player that seems to be... Uh, quite sidelined shall i say by the manager um <laughs> which i really which i really wish he wasn't so we have these options and look if the average fan like us and say eli can can see it i wish mikel arteta would see it as well you know i feel like we're going to go into this crystal palace game and i do think actually well, we'll i could maybe probably see nketia starting but i feel like you know we've had two weeks off it's going to be the exact same thing and we're going to be being we'll be playing a low block Crystal Palace. I can see it already. We're going to do a watch along on TJ's channel, a little self plug on, on Saturday. And yeah, I guarantee sure you're not looking. Yeah, definitely. And I see just got to wake up at 6 30 in the morning for it. And I guarantee <laughs> it's going to be a low block Crystal Palace and it will be a one-one draw, something like that, because we won't be able to score against them. We'll have 25 plus shots. You know, I'm, listen, I'm just predicting, but I really want to go into this game and see something new, just something, because you've had two weeks off. If if all I'm hearing is you're eating steak with salt bay and you ain't been changing anything. I'm going to be annoyed and I'm going to be going ranting. So I would love to try Nelly at the nine on the weekend, especially put Trossard on the wing and have them interchanging something new. So I completely agree with Eli there. Fez, where'd you stand with it, TJ? 
Yeah, I'm I'm with I'm with trying anything. I thought we were cooking when they were interchanging in the nine. I don't think he ever started in the nine, but he always he always cycled in and out of that position throughout the game. So I I and un, like like Connor said and like um like AJ was saying in the chat under Emery he he cooked there for a while. So I mean I I think he has the pace that we would need at number nine. We can see that you know Martinelli if he can time his runs get in behind. We've seen him do that several times. I think uh, last season against Aston Villa, he was able to do that. And we he's been able to go literally on breakaways one-on-one -on -one with the netminder. We've seen it once or twice. The guy has the pace to be an effective number nine. So, you know, whether or not he can do it for a sustained period of time, you know, given, given, given the way our attack looks right now, I wouldn't mind seeing it, to be honest with you. I mean, we're, we're in Dubai sunning ourselves, playing golf with Rory McIlroy and eating steaks with Salt Bay. Um, you know, hopefully, hopefully some somewhere in there, we, we penciled in some new tactics, some new formations we could probably, we could possibly try, you know, I'm not trying to be too, too toxic or negative here, but if we, if we don't come out firing, we don't get at least seven points out of nine in our first three games. It's looking long for us. Stop, stop, stop talking about us as title contenders at that point, because we're just, we're pretenders at that point. So Bonus. yeah, got to see something, got to see something different for sure, man. Got to see something different. Well, that makes sense. Hey, Sunshine, good to see you in the chat. Big up Jez as well in the court also. Let's see what else you lot are saying. Again, keep all your questions Manchester United or Arsenal related. I will get to all the questions I can, but to make sure your question gets read out, Super Chat, and make sure you subscribe to TJ's channel and Connor's channels as well. Come one of the mods, please put both their channels in the comment section as well, people. Well, we might be gaming later, probably. You know what I'm saying? We probably will be because we we gearing up towards the playoffs. So I put out the bat signal. Um, big up to V1 for the super chat. He says, name manager to replace Mikel Arteta that is better than Pep. What? What? You know what? V1, big up for the super chat, but we just going to bypass your question because <laughs> you just... Like, that's a bit of a mad one, that. If you yeah, just remove the that is better than Pep, well, we could probably yeah, name like, a couple of managers there. Agendas, like, <laughs> so yeah, it, it, I, I don't get it. Warrior J says, but big up for the Super Chat V1. Are you both frustrated with the fact that Arsenal are not signing players in January transfer window? Bear in mind the window's not um, over, but here's a good question. Are you two, we'll go to you first, TJ. Are you frustrated with how it's gone in the, your lack of movement in the transfer window so far? Yeah, I mean, we've been crying out for a striker for over a year now, like a legitimate, a legitimate striker, and we're not even seriously linked to one right now. The only serious links that I was seeing was with uh, Onana from from Everton, and yeah, why are we looking for another center mid? I thought we were, I thought we were good with Kai Havertz and um, with uh, Declan Rice and Mo El Nenny and Jorginho. What happened to Jorginho? Anybody see Jorginho? Like, come on, yes. guys, we're good, right? I, I'm I'm extremely frustrated. Um, I I think at least last year you had, you had hope because we from the get go we were linked with Mudrick for a long time. And then we ended up coming in at the end and and picking up Trossard, which was a great which was a great pickup, and and, and picking up Jorginho, which you know he's been he's been an okay utility player, but has cost us games. So it's it's one of those things where I have no hope this transfer window for lack of a better word just because we're not we're not seriously showing that we're putting our cards on the table to get a legitimate striker through Good. we we've, we've been we've been gassing up this this Ivan Tony thing for 6 months and nothing nothing true has happened to it um we're, we're now gassing up Kareem Benzema we would need to 
work. We would need to find money under the mattress to get that over the line, bro. Like this, uh, like the fact that we have F to, that, like people are like, oh no, well, we could work some FFP magic. Well, we could have worked some FFP magic, in my opinion, if we hadn't bought the sixty-five, the sixty-five or sixty-five million pound German paperweight we have taken up the left-sided eight spot right now, bro. It's it's one of those things where, like, look, like. Eh, What's the what's the best? I've said this before on the show, but I'm going to say again. What's the bat? What's the best indicator of future behavior? Past and present behavior. We, nothing is changing with this with this regime right now, and I I really don't think we have any serious prospects. I was looking, I was painting the internet today, looking for anything serious, and the only thing I see is Karen Benzema, Karen Benzema, which I would kill to have that. Like, send me out on a contract. I would kill a human being to have that guy on my number nine. I would. He's in. He's incredible, and we could get probably get him at a price because he doesn't want to be at Saudi anymore. He'd be a loan thing for for six months. Yeah, like, he, he doesn't want to be. A, yeah, he doesn't want to be at. So yeah, freaking br bring him in. For oh, 10, 15, what what ten fifteen million to have a world class striker, Ballon d'Or yeah. winner, yeah. like bring him in. Do what you got to do. But but yeah. freaking FFP trying to get trying to get a, a loan deal spun out and the structures with that so we don't get. A point deduction, uh, you know, it's it's one of those things where we've seen what this club can do in the transfer window, and it always ends up being disappointing. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm frustrated is a word that I am, but I'm also another couple of four letter words uh, can come out of my mouth by the end of this whole thing. So, yeah, what do you think, Connor? Connor man? What, yeah, Connor, what are you saying in regards to Arsenal's lack of movement in the transfer window so far? Used to it. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in the January window, bro. This is like just classic Arsenal, isn't it? Like, I wouldn't be surprised. Listen, I think we'll do business, but I don't think it will be to the 30th of January because that is just classic Arsenal. We always leave it till last minute. And um, listen, I love Karen Benzema. We've been chasing this guy for 10 years now and we still haven't managed to get him. So, <laughs> listen, as much as I think we can get him in for goals, boy, if we get him, listen, if we get him in, I'll be happy to get him in. But even if it's a loan deal, I know that loan deal will be expensive. I, even if he's yep. 30, was he 36 now? Yeah. And I guarantee he'll be up there with one of the most highest paid players for the next six months. And he might not even work out. You've got to think, put that into uh, into persuasion as well. So, bro, I, this, this, I mean, I haven't even seen stuff about outgoings, let alone ingoing, incoming, sorry, because it, like he like just brought up about people saying we can, we can work our FFP magic. Well, good luck for us working our FFP magic when we spent 200 something million in the summer and expecting us to bring in, you know, 80 million Bro, pound players. In don't January. worry, don't worry. We're gonna we're gonna sell we're gonna sell Cedric for eight million. That's yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> and maybe that's the thing. You got people like Eddie and Ketia, 30 million apparently being linked to Crystal Palace, and we're not selling him up. It's just like what is going on? And um, so yeah, now I'm annoyed, and I'm kind of annoyed because Edu's been out in Dubai chilling with the Arsenal players when he could be in his office doing work at at, um, at the training ground. But he's in he's in Dubai, but he's but he's still working. He's still working. Don't forget that. He's still working. Is he he's not working? I can listen, if he was working, we would have got deals done. We would at least got one deal done by now. I swear to God. Tottenham are doing more deals than us right now. They've got two deals done over the line. And listen, it is listen, it ain't the best option. It's Werner. Werner is trash. We know that. But you know, if if we think about it, and we, if we look at centre back options, we are on a thin line. If Gabriel and Saliba either one of them drop, we're back to Jakob Kivio until Timber comes back. And Tommy actually comes back from the Asia Cup. So we need a centre-back. And they just brought in a decent one for 20-odd million, who actually seems to be quite decent at, at Genoa. So for a decent fee as well. 
which is another good bit of business from Tottenham because you know they brought in Vicario for a decent price. Madison was really a decent price. He was 40 million. We brought him for 65. You know, it's just classic Arsenal, man. I swear to God, we all bring in some 30-year-old on the 30 on the 30th and a guy on loan. And I just it's the classic Arsenal, isn't it? And people expect us to win a title this year. Boy, have I got news to tell you? Because I don't think we're going to be doing that. Um, <laughs> Why just, you got news to tell? <laughs> <laughs> it just disappoints me, man. Because you know, people hold. I know a lot of our veterans really hold like high standards to these guys, like they're the next coming. But you look at stuff like this when we're in need of goal, a goal, a goal scorer. And listen, I'm not asking for the Aussie men's or or, or the Tonys like logistically, because I know legitimately in the football sense, it probably is probably not going to happen in terms of money, but at least go into the market and you surely you can find someone. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. At least, yeah. at least try because it looks like Arsenal aren't even trying because we've heard nothing. We've heard rumors. It, what makes me laugh, right? We're linked to this mayoral guy from, from Spain. Yeah. Um, from the sun sport, this guy literally comes out a week later saying, I didn't even hear about that. That's new Jeez, to me. Yeah. That's new to me. So listen, at the end of the day, if he's not hearing about it, then Arsenal clearly aren't doing business around the striker area. And, you know, Mikkel, I saw us linked with Onana for 60 million. What are we doing? You know, we're, we're, we're trying to look to buy another midfielder for 60 million pounds when the first one hasn't worked out. And we don't practically need a DM because if we were to bring in, in, in Onana, that's now five DMs at the club. I'd rather have five strikers. You know, it's just like, it's crazy, man. I don't, I listen, I don't think we're going to get, um, Benzema, I, I I feel like he was. I think he'll just stay in Saudi. In all honesty, I just think he'll just stay there. Um, yeah. I just think that's just how it's going to work out. I don't see him going to United either. I mean, that's, Chelsea maybe. Yeah, I can see yeah. Chelsea maybe just because of how they are with their money and stuff. They could probably pull it off. But you know, United and Arsenal are probably not in the best positions right now in terms of financial transfers and stuff. So um, yeah, I think we'll bring in some guy that we have probably no. We'll probably have like like if you look at last season. You know, Jorginho and Kivior, and even Trossard were like really last minute. Like, no, we didn't. We weren't linked to them at all, and they right. were also last minute. I think Arsenal will do something like that. I remember the season we signed Matt Ryan from Brighton. Like that just happened out of nowhere. We just signed him. I think Arsenal will do that, but it's not going to be anything massive. And I think we'll just sort of ride out for top four if we can get top four. But um, I'm worried, man, because I don't know where our goals are going to come from because this team is off form right now, and I don't think we're going to be on form for Palace, but. We'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. Are we waiting on these guys because we're going to get, no. like, Edu thinks we're going to get their price to drop? Like, obviously, we've been so hush-hush in the market that we're not even, I mean, we're not even linked to any big names. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah you can talk about this Benzema stuff, but you, we all know it's a joke, right? Somebody's agent put something out there. <laughs> And and some ITK on Twitter is like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna blast this out. But Connor, do you think and and this you, I just this is my personal opinion. I think we wait because we're looking for a cheaper option, and then we mm -hmm. we get some some dumb deal across the line at the end. Obviously, Trossard's worked out pretty well, but mm, um, yeah. I, I still think that Kiwior, Jorginho's passing and Kiwior isn't to levels. That's mm -hmm. that's my. Opinion. But what do you what yeah. do you think? Why are we why are we waiting so long? I mean, it's just I just reiterate it even <laughs> even before. Even I'm sorry, before. dude. I was stressing this guy out. <laughs> the way he's every question I've asked him, you've asked him a question. Every question, he's just like, "This is." I've had a long, I've had a, I've had a long said, yeah, day. Yeah. And I got a chat about. I've, got, I've had a long day. I got a chat about these waste though. These waste fucking people at my club, man. I swear to God. Um, do you know what, TJ? We know what. 
does, man. Edu's a fraud because at the end of the day, yeah, I can't even believe I was hoping for for a form of outgoing this this window. We haven't sold anyone for a profit since Alex Awobi. And that was that was Unai Emery. That wasn't even Edu. That was um, Raul uh, Sinelli. It wasn't even Edu, you know. So, listen, maybe we were holding out. Maybe Arsenal, and it would probably make sense because I don't think we're looking to obviously spend a lot of money because of FFP. Um, so maybe we are doing that, TJ. And even if we are, for God knows who the hell we're going to get in, man. Because, ugh. listen, I, I take Benzema honestly, honestly I look for the punt because we need the goals. And if if that's what we've got as an as an offer, just why not? Because yeah, I'm even worried about top four, bro. I'm going to keep it real. I'm like, I'm just I'm worried. Because, yeah, because, you know, one win in seven, that's worrying. Like, that it's is one win in seven. Yeah. Yes. That's bad. That, that is bad. That's, it's worrying, you know. So, yes. and, I, and I I swear to God, I've got such a funny feeling we're not going to be able to get three points off Palace. I'm really, like, worried. I think you'll beat and Palace, all jokes, like, all, all jokes are sad because they're that bad. I think you beat Palace. Yeah, they lost to Chelsea. You'll beat Palace. 20 quid if, 20 quid if we lose. <laughs> 20 quid if we lose now for the last 20 quid. Um, nah, I ain't putting money. I ain't putting money on that. I ain't saying all that. I ain't backing, you know, with Brent. I ain't saying all that. I ain't saying all that. No, I'm predictable as hell. This guy, this guy's, this guy's gonna, this guy's gonna be shoot. This guy's gonna be shooting me eyes when I wake up at freaking six in the morning to do a watch along, and we're losing two nil at freaking halftime. I'm gonna be. I'll be fuming. I'll be fuming, bro. Nah, they just rubbish though. Like they just not that good. That's why I think you do the business. But go on, carry it. Bro. Yeah, no, I just listen. We may be holding out for someone, but listen, we're not even linked to anyone. Like, I'm actually, do, do you know what? I'm glad because on my channel, I'm doing transfer shows, but I don't have to focus on Arsenal. Because if it was an Arsenal one, I'd be in that bed. That's how I'd be reporting it from that bed right there because there's nothing going on. I'd be asleep. Yeah, that's right. literally how interesting this window is right now for Arsenal. So, <sighs> listen, if we want to go for one player in this window, it's got to be a striker, bro. Because I, it, where else can we go? You, you, if you look at a team right now, like when we play Liverpool, for example, right? And listen, I know they didn't have Van Dijk, and I know they didn't have um, Salah either, right? But I could see a team that in the midfield and the defence, it, it was still an all-right Liverpool side. It wasn't terrible. Listen, it was rotated. I get that. There weren't many players there. But, you know, and even in previous games against like the likes of West Ham and stuff, the midfield and the, and the defence is fine. It's literally just the attack. And if you're not getting your players to either do shooting drills and trading, you've got to go into this window and look for some form of centre-forward striker. And... If that doesn't happen this window, then it is what it is. But um, I, I keep to my word that if we don't win anything this season, you know, he's got to go, you know, at this point. I literally said it on Tottenham away before I left, which I got obviously held at Steph by Stefan, who's on there, who's an Arteta Red. Um, and I just said, listen, bro, you can't that be having five years at this point. You can't be having five years in the job, 700 million pounds spent, and you expect more from him. Like, listen, respect to what you've done so far. Thank you for bringing back the culture to the club, which he's supposedly done. Don't know how he's done that. Thank you for the FA Cup. Thanks for Declan Rice. That's probably it. And we move. <laughs> wow. We move because, listen, I'm, I'm, I keep it real. You know, I, it, it, what's kind of crazy is I see comments sometimes. It's not me just like it, me trying to like feed an ego here. But you know, people say like, I'm like, I'm only 19, 20. And I've got more sense than some of these like 40 year old fans. That's why it surprised yeah. me when you said your age because of like how you talk about football. Like you're, yeah, you're, like, very, you're very, very, very rational. Which is yeah. very rare. Like you are so far removed from the stereotypical social media fan. Yeah, mm -hmm. like I don't, I don't follow the crowd of like let's keep everything positive because we're 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 second in the league. We've we've, yeah, we've yeah, finished yeah. second. You know, the the two teams I focus 
in, in my opinion, and listen, sorry if you're any other fan, the two teams I focus on every single year are Man United and Liverpool, because that's our circle in terms of uh, stature in, in England. You know, we're the three biggest clubs in England, yeah? Both of those teams have won major honours in the last 10 years or uh, 15 years. We have, you know, we haven't, in I think it's even less than that. When did United win? No, it was just 15 years. The league was, yeah, the league. So, because the league was 2013. So, like 11 years ago. Bloody hell, it's that long ago. But you you know what I mean? For Arsenal, it's it's, it's coming up to 21 years now. I think it's just, it's going to pass that soon. You know, it's a long time. And when I'm seeing my club not progressing, listen, it's all well and good getting eighth, eighth, fifth, second. Wow, that's progression every season. But then the next step's first, right? If that's the way people mm. look at it, progression after that's first. We're not going to get that this season. It's very clear and evident. Yeah, look, it's, it's all well and good being behind Liverpool by five points. But I just watched City against Newcastle and I said, that's it's just going to happen again, isn't it? You know, So I really don't see us doing that again. So it just comes to the point where, listen, thank you for everything you've done. I think there was a really bad atmosphere and tenure at Arsenal when Wenger left and towards the end of Emery as well. The, the, the club was really low at the end of Emery as well. Um, you know, we didn't really know what to do at times. And to be fair, I will put it, give it to Arteta. We were in a rough patch when we finished eight for those two seasons. It was a bit tough and it was probably a tough job to take on. But it comes to a point now, it's been so long. He's such a young manager. This is his first job. Thank you for everything you've done. I hope you can, because he's not a bad manager. That's one thing I've always said. Arteta's not a bad manager, but he doesn't suit Arsenal. He's not. He, he, he should have started off in the lower leagues in Spain or something like that taking on his first first team managerial job. At Arsenal, it's not going to work. Getting someone experienced. I literally said, you know what? I'll take Jose Mourinho at this point. Um, this is how desperate I am. I literally so did Jose say that because I was going to get to that. And you like, I'm going to get to the super chats as well. So big up to everyone for the super chat. And just to clarify, because Bachi says, Ten Hag out, Mourinho in. A Ten Hag out, yes. Mourinho in, absolutely not. So no, for like <laughs> Let me just clarify that. Terrific idea. I do not want Mourinho anywhere near Manchester United Football Club. Do I want him back in the Premier League? Yes. Somewhere else, though, because he's super entertaining. <laughs> and his press conferences will give us content creators something to talk about because yes. he is a, he is an extremely entertaining individual, one of my favourite managers of all time. However, he's done at the highest level, people, and people just need to accept it. The people need to accept yeah. it, but yeah, that's, that's my thoughts on it. Go on, Connor. Yeah, no, I just just to wrap up my point, you know, it's I probably spoke because I'm tired. I've had such a long day, but like I probably why well, I'm just letting loose right now. But you know, it comes to a point where, you know, he's been here for so long. You know, if I put it into your towards your perspective, flawless, if you had if you had um Ten Hag for five years, right, and he's riding off the Carabao Cup for those five years, as Manchester United, you want to move on from that. You know, so I don't get the sentimental towards why Arteta is the guy. Because I'll give him praise for winning an FA Cup and maybe, you know, you could say he's progressed us because last season was our first title race. I Listen, I would probably count the 15-16 season as maybe a title race because at the beginning we were sort of in it until Leicester sort of carried away and started winning everything. And then we sort of dropped off. But that was proper, like, we were on it. And so mm-hmm. I respect him for that. And he's clearly built a side with a few more additions. We could probably be very, very good under the right manager. But it comes to a point where you've spent nearly a billion pounds and you've brought in more bad players than good. And we can't go on any further. And listen, Vinay's leaving at the end of the season, one of the board members uh, for Arsenal. I really hope Edu joins him because I think we need a new technical director because I think Edu's inexperienced as well. You know, he only he only was a technical director for Brazil, a national team, an international team, sorry. You know, and that, that, that doesn't fill my CV for me. You know, we've literally just brought in two ex-Arsenal players for the sake that they played for Arsenal. 
The only reason I do that is to bring in Flamini because he's a billionaire and I let him take over Arsenal because he's rich as anything. I just let him take over. Yeah. But apart from that, I'm sort of done with this whole because you played for Arsenal, you can come in now. Like even Jack Wilshere, I was a bit skeptical about that. Like just because you play for Arsenal and you, you got no job or anything, you got nowhere to play, you've brought him into Arsenal now. Or murder sacker, like you could go on and on and on with this. Yeah, you know, it's just a thing. Not, 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 no. The nepotism is out of control. Go ahead, Connor. Sorry, listen, we're not the only team in the league to bring in like play to bring in ex players, but it, you know, we look at Frank Lampard for example, and look how he worked out. Hey, like you know, it's a perfect example. So let's move on now from this. I think if Unai Emery, and I said this and I told them away, and I literally left it with a with a mic drop. I think if we had Unai Emery now with all this money spent, I think we'd be in a better position personally. Just so I look at Aston Villa, less money, less time, and you can already he's got him into a title race in their first. Is is this his first full season there? Because he joined half yeah, the season. Yeah, it's the first full you season. You know, yep. yeah, and it took Arteta four years, but you can't say that because of this, this, and that. You know, these these are the excuses we've got to deal with. So, to listen to Saka Sharp now, we need to move on from him, in my opinion, and and start fresh in the summer. Simple as that. If we don't win anything this season, because for, I've heard people. I'm not going to name names, but I ran a show yesterday and I've heard we could possibly win the Champions League because, because who hey, said man, it? I know who said that and I'm not, no, no, no because no, Musiala, no. because, but because Musiala said that his favourites to win the Champions League because he couldn't be biased to Bayern was City, Madrid and Arsenal. That means we can win it. I mean, if that means we can win it, by God, I think we can win everything. So now listen, thank you for your time, Mikel. But if you don't win anything this season, get out of here. That's so thin. It's anorexic, and at that point, you just get you're get, you're just getting into copium, bro. Like seriously, you're getting into serious copium because you're literally latching on to anything that we can. That's why this fan base latches on to XG. It lands on it, field tilts. I know that's been being thrown around over and over and over again. Like uh, we're XG, literally, I literally, and on on the Arsenal website, I shit you not, I went on the Arsenal website today because I was curious. Like, what are the boys doing in Dubai, right? And then there is an article on there. I shit you not. That says, here's where we are beating our rivals statistically. Flawless. The team is putting this stuff out. I will link it in the chat if you guys link it in the chat, man. When I saw when I when I saw that guy, right? When I saw that guy come out with, but we had the better field tilt, I actually wanted just just to stop watching football. Because when that and I'm not gonna name names, but when that Arsenal fan came out and he said we lost the game. But we had better field tilt. I literally wanted to give up with my phone. Wait, what's field tilt? Exactly. What is field tilt? But because we're better in that stat flawless, all of a sudden, I'm not a, I'm not a, mod, I'm not a mod. I'll put it in. I'll put it in the and all the and all the XG stuff. I think Are you not modded on the channel? No. Comment and I mod you. I mod you right now. Yeah, you should have yeah. been modded. My bad. Uh, comment. No worries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, worries no worries. But yeah, no. Yeah, it's you. right there. It's right there, people. It just just copy paste. I I found this on the Arsenal channel. I'm like it's getting to the point now where the PR guys are looking for, they are looking for ways that we've beaten rivals. Oh, see. So when it comes to one particular statistic in the premier league this season, we are head and shoulders above any of our rivals quite literally. That is because we have netted nine times from headers in the division so far, more than any side in the competition. To put that into context, the whole of last season, we netted 12 times using that method. So Arsenal, yeah, like it stated, nine goals from headers. Forest at eight, West Ham United at eight. And you got Wolves, Luton Town, Tottenham and Brighton all at seven. All right. Let's, let's, hand Arsenal, let's, let's hand Arsenal the header trophy for the season. Yeah. Both headers we scored in the season and then they've listed right. Crazy. Go on, go on, go on. Flawless. Header. I I commented in the chat. No, yeah, flawless. Yeah, header. Header FC, bro. 
header FC. Don't worry. This is this it. is the levels when they're out. And this actually, is, I'm going to change that. I'm changing it right now. This is what happens when you are, you know, and this is what this is what I like to think I'm a bit more level headed. Arsenal fans my age, this is the stuff they latch onto. You know, it's not going. We haven't won anything, but we've got better headers than anyone in the league. And I'm just thinking, like, is this really the standards? Like, the the invincibles, let alone the 13 Premier League titles, feels like Neverland to me. Because what I'm seeing now feels like Arsenal have never won a title. Where are the standards? This is on Arsenal's official website, and we're posting about we've got the most headers. goals. And it's just like, is this the levels now? Is this what we've got to go off? You know, I have to deal with being told I don't have any European trophies, but this is now what we've got to go off now. You know, it's just embarrassing. Like this is actually, <laughs> this is actually embarrassing. This is worse than um, oh, what was it? What what was it that, uh, that oh, I can't remember what I saw, but it was an, it was an Arsenal fan saying um. Oh, I can't remember. But, you know, but this is this is the levels that that we're at now. There's so much stuff, man. And and V1K, who would I who would I choose as an as a manager to replace Mikel Arteta? Um, hey V1, you gotta relax with the way you're talking. I'm a blocky, you know. I don't like the way you've been <laughs> chatting recently over the past couple of days. You need to relax. You know what I'm saying? Don't even respond, Connor. Relax. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't like the way you be talking. <laughs> I don't care that you remember. You need to relax. You know what I'm saying? You're doing way too much. You was doing too much yesterday. You're doing too much today. Circle. Chill out. You know what I'm saying? I, I, you know I don't run that shit here. So relax. Connor, don't even worry about answering. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't like, I don't know who can't. you're trying to indirect in the chat, but we say names here talking about, oh, you added context. If you disagree with so much that goes on here, leave. Click the X button. Tired of this shit. Relax. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Man are doing way too much. Sorry, Connor, to cut you off. Man doing way no worries, too brother. much. No worries, No uh, worries. You know what? Man can dip. You know what I'm saying? I don't care. He's a member. Man be doing too much. All right, cool. And that goes for anyone. Can all disagree, but if man want to start getting cheeky and all them things, they'll go elsewhere. Bye. Member or not, mod or not, don't care how long you've been here. You ain't going to disrespect any co-hosts, any special guests or people in the chat. We all run bants and jokes here, but man are doing too much. If you disagree with so much that's going on here, leave. Simple as that. No one asks you to be here. Um, and saying please stop uh, spamming in the chat as well. Where was it? I wanted to get to a couple other things as well. Big up Guni ER for the super chat. You just put no more money um, for Artel. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Ban him for it. <laughs> ban it. <laughs> we can't trust no him. Seven hundred million is spent, and really, yeah. realistically, what's come out? Like, I, I, like I'll put, I'll put another point out. I, you know, I, I do a show with Stefan, and he pointed out yesterday because he was like, Arsenal have now got this pool. You know, Arteta's brought the pool to Arsenal. Oh Look at Declan. God. But he was like, Look at Declan Rice. You know, City wanted him, Bayern wanted him, you know, and he's come to Arsenal. I'm like, okay, fair enough. You brought Declan Rice. Name another one. And he went silent. Because that's it. That's it. This is the one thing Arsenal fans got to ride off. Listen, I'm happy with, with Rice. I'm very, and that's another thing. If Arteta leaves, I'll say thank you for the, for the Rice signing because he's been very revolutional for Arsenal. <laughs> but if we had that pull, we'd be, we wouldn't be with the squad we have now. I think we'd have a lot of, lot of better players, you know. There's multiple teams in the league, you know, City, pull. if you compare it to City, for example, which Arsenal fans seem to do a lot for some reason, they compare us to City and Liverpool. If you if you really have the option right now of where you want to go, I think everyone chooses City and Liverpool over Arsenal right now, if we're being realistic, because I think the other teams have got more of a clearer vision. And realistically, both of those teams have more of a chance of winning the Premier League title this season. So 
I don't get it, man. I really don't understand. Well, no, and and here's another here's another thing, and this is why I agree with with Gunnar Iars. What we've proved, we've I think we've proven that other than Declan Rice, which everybody can see that Declan Rice is a good player. Okay, yeah, that, that is 100%. not that is not that is not something that was like a secret. Oh yeah, Declan Rice, diamond in the rough. No, other than that, the talent ID of this regime has been mediocre at best. That's why I don't want to see another red cent. You got you got Fabio Vieira, freaking who else? Jakob Kirior, uh, Sambi Lakanga, Nuno Tavash, uh, Cedric. Runnerson. I can go on and on and on. Runnerson. Like who, who? What are these players? And how are you developing? Marquinhos has has anybody seen Marquinhos? Do we need to send out a search party for him? Oh, he's back. Like, he's where, back. Where are he's these a, guys? He's back. Apparently. I know they. Yeah. I know. I, I know they just recalled him. I saw that, yeah. and I'm like. You know, we're saved. We're saved, TJ. Like we're saved. We're saved. <laughs> like it, it's one of those things where we we cannot develop players. We're not good at developing the talent that we bring in. I think getting another coach in here that can instill a winning mentality and instill a standard, like that yeah. that that's what we need. We need to take that next step. To ride that's, off that, TJ, real quick, just to, just to throw no, it go, into bro. what you were go, saying. Go, go, if go. you say about you say about that, who have we actually developed? What youngster from the academy that we're meant to have this really great academy? Who I believe we do, by the way. I think we've got some really good players coming through. Yeah, we do. I'm a particular fan of Chosier Derbury and Edwards for Arsenal's academy right now. They're killing it in the under twenty in the under twenty ones league. I think Premier League too. Sorry, they're really killing it for Arsenal currently. Two attackers. What's one player in the academy that Arteta has brought through from the academy to the Arsenal team and made them a real staple? No, zero, zero. Look at Pep. Pep trusts Oscar Bob and Rico Lewis to do a job in the Premier League. Two 18-year-olds, 19-year-olds. If, if Pep can trust his kids, his academy kids, why can't Arteta? Arteta literally has only ever used an academy kid once to break a record in the Premier League for having the youngest player on the pitch. That's literally to feed his, probably to feed his ego. Oh, I've got this because Wanieri got, he's 15 and he got a star against Brentford or a, a, a couple minutes against Brentford, you know? And that's really annoyed me with Arteta, the fact that we haven't utilised some of these youngsters as well. Because I think we've got some real talent at Arsenal. You know, real talent. And there was a stat the other day, that, that the other week, sorry, that came out. And listen, I know we played Liverpool, right? But I think it was something like all the top six clubs. Like, look, you guys are playing Manu, for example, if you want to relate mm -hmm. to Man United. Palestri, Garnacho. You know, mm -hmm. you guys are trusting your youngsters in the team. Listen, I understand that because you're in a situation where you don't have that many options. Arsenal don't have that many options currently. Yeah. But yet, even Ten Hag can trust his youngsters, like Maynou, who's actually ended up doing a very good job and is now a main yep. stable for your team. Why can't Arteta do that? You know, at yeah. times when we're looking for creativity and something up front, I really like Charles Derbury. I really like, uh, is it Hugo Edwards? I believe it is. I can't remember his first name. It's definitely Edwards for Arsenal, right? Why can't we give them a try? If you like Wanieri so much, Arteta, for starting him in the Premier League, why can't you do it again? You know, that's one thing that's really, really annoyed me with Arteta. He does not give any of the academy kids time to shine in this first team, even if it's a game against PSV where it's a friendly. No academy kids started at all. You know, I think it's such you, a shame, man. Yeah, that's I wild. think it's a shame too. And I brought this up before. Maybe I would I want to hear what Flawless has to say, and then maybe I could hear what, what uh, people say in the chat. I yeah, honestly cool. think, like, I honestly think that I don't think Arteta tr either trusts the young players to run the the system that he's running in the first team or he doesn't think the players are good enough which which is crazy because because we do in, in the in the under 21s and the U18s we are a very very competitive team we have stars yeah. there 
But I have this feeling that Arteta either doesn't trust the players or he doesn't trust the system that he's running to plug in the youth players. Like, what, yeah, what do you got? What do you I think, think about so. I think it's more so quality. I think if there was a quality player in your youth ranks that Arteta thought, all right, he seems like that type of manager. You don't seem like, because it's not like you've signed all players who are 28, 29. It's not like you're yeah. signing players north of a certain age. Like, how old's Timber? Is Timber like 21, 22? For example, yeah, I think he's at 22 yeah. now. Yeah, he's 22. 22. Rice is how old? 23, 24, or he might be slightly older than that. But the point yeah. I'm making is these players are not old, so I, I think it's just a quality thing. I think he's looking yeah. at I think Arteta seems very particular with what he wants from players, I like certain players, as you've seen with the, how he's dealt with. So, yeah, Rice 24, Timber, so that dispels a myth of all oh, he's 24, 25. Yeah, so it's roundabout, right? He's yeah. not, he's, he's not going to refuse to play a player because of age. I don't think it's right. that. I mean, That's and and yeah, and then and then there's another thing too, and that people have to kind of consider. And this is not a defense of Mikel Arteta, by the way. We haven't necessarily been in a lot of games where we've been in positions to be like, oh yeah, give these kids a run out. Usually, we're sweating out results. We've been sweating out results pretty much. At, what is it, like ninety in ninety percent of our Premier League games, we've been yeah. sweating out results. So yeah. it's like. Yeah, bro. Actually, to be long. fair, I will correct myself. I will actually give respect. He did play Sego Jr. against Brentford in the cup when we won 1-0. So I will respect that because he is actually a youngster coming through as well. But, you know, just sometimes, you know, when it comes to a time like now where, you know, we really need goals, you know, it comes and you, and you don't have that option on the bench. I mean, I know we've got Trossard, we've got Smith-Rowe, you know, we've got these players that he doesn't really utilise that much. But, you know, Maybe I'm just overthinking it, but I would really like to see him delve a bit more into the academy. But that's maybe just me because I just want to see more of the Arsenal academy, you know, because we haven't really seen anything come out since Saka, if you really think about it. You know, no one's really come out of the spot. But listen, that may be down to a um, talent thing. Maybe there just isn't that anyone that good enough yet to raise their level to come to the main first team. I can understand that. You know, that, that's, that's just the thing that's always bothered me with Arteta because he's never really developed a youngster in terms of the Arsenal academy. Even some of the youngsters he signed, like you want to go back to Marquinhos. That he signed hasn't developed anything from him you know fabio vieira he brought him in for quite a hefty fee very young hasn't really developed him you know so i don't know man i, I just he i find it on, he has to be he has to actually be healthy enough to be on the pitch or not getting yeah. red cards in the 83rd minute to actually do that sorry yeah <laughs> no, that's true and to hear today he says no flawless if it was on pure quality how does havertz keep playing or zinchenko after giving up goal after goal Arteta's a stubborn man let me clarify when i say pure on quality what he deems quality. So if he mm -hmm. thinks you're a good player, forget whether we think it or not, or you as an individual here today. I'm pointing out, like, Arteta rates Havertz. Like, what, he thinks he's a good He thinks he's a good player. He rates Zinchenko. That's why he mm -hmm. bought Havertz and continues to play him. This is why he bought Zinchenko and continues to play him. Now, are those two players... Zinchenko, I think, is good, just not as a left-back. I think he should be playing midfield, like Connor mentioned earlier. And in regards to Havertz, awful by... Not very good, you know what I'm saying? Bang average player, but... If you ask Arteta, but if you hook Arteta up to a lie detector test and say, do you think Havertz is a good player? He'll say, yeah. And it will say true. He genuinely believes that. What's, no what's your opinion on, what's your opinion on um, Arteta Flawless as a, as a rival fan? What do you think of him? Do you I think, think he's just, good enough for Arsenal? No, I think he's just taking you lot as far as you, you can go. Has he improved you lot? Yeah, Perfect. he won you the yeah. trophy. Obviously, you finished like eighth back to back. Then obviously you finished fifth. You should have won the league title last season. Didn't. He's done mm. a good job, but... Good is not good enough for Arsenal. 
when is good enough? When is when has good been good enough for Arsenal? You mentioned it earlier about being one of the biggest clubs in the country. So you are held to biggest club in the country standards when you, especially when you are backed. One thing nobody can say about Arteta, whether you rate him or you not, whether you're Arteta in, Arteta out, or Arteta doubt, he's been backed fully in terms of money. So you have to judge him as such. And if he doesn't win a major trophy, what is it like? Let's say you keep him. Let's say you don't win a major trophy this season, which I don't think you will. All right. And then you keep him in the summer and then he spends 200 million, 300 million. You're closing in on what? 850, 900 million spent. Then what? He doesn't deliver a trophy. Then what is it? A bill. Like when, when do you say enough is enough type of thing? That's why. And then when you look at how you look, did in the league last Back. season because you should have won it. That's the big black mark. Was you lot should have won the league last season, and if you lot would have won the league last season, and then all of these things would have popped up like now. So, for instance, you lot not playing well, your front line out of form, and Nelly Saka, etc. Side and Havertz, you lot would give him much more leeway because you know what you'd have credit in the bank because he just delivered you a, your first Premier League title in twenty years. So it's like, all right, bad season, you can turn it around and get it right. But because it went so horribly wrong and in the manner in which it did. You got everybody looking at him funny. So it's like, at this point, it's like, how are you still backing it? I don't get it as an mm -hmm. Arsenal fan. If you're an Arsenal fan and you're still backing Arteta, I don't know how. What more evidence do you need to yeah, see? Yeah, exactly. He's, clear, he's, clear, he's, a, he's, he's, a, he's a learner driver. Don't get him mistaken. He's a fantastic learner driver. But you're putting a learner driver in a Formula One car and saying, go beat Pep and Klopp. You've done this. That's prime Schumacher and prime Lewis Hamilton. Like in formula, yep. and you're asking them to go up against those two and say, Yeah, beat them. A man's got man's got the L plates. It's a green L, but he's yep. got the L plates on his it's like, come on, man. <laughs> it's unfair. You know, like that's that's just un that's unfair to Artel because it's like Cam Cam says it all the time. He he shouldn't be learning on the job at Arsenal. Do I think Arteta will be yeah. successful in management? Yes. Will he be successful yeah. at the highest level? Different conversation, but he's already won an FA Cup, so that proves already you're good enough to go and compete. For those trophies, like a Europa, someone said, I'll tell you, we'll win the Europa League in his career. I hear that. Someone says he wins another FA Cup, League Cup, domestic cup mm -hmm. in Europe. I hear all that. But we're talking, you don't spend 700 million for second and third tier trophies, you spend it for the major trophies. Yeah, like that's Facts. what it is, and you have to Facts. deliver. So that's how I look at it in regards to um, Artel. But again, fans are going to cling on to anything because of you lot being unsuccessful for so long. So because he's took you so far, people are like, I'm just going to cling on to this. And Tadalu says, bring in Jose now. He's a motivator. I highly disagree, but he's washed flawless. Jose is like a fine Portuguese wine, only better with age. Jose 2024. Big up, Dal. I'll, I'll ask you one question. When's the last time Mourinho competed for a major trophy? When's the last time he competed for a domestic title? Could, could, oh, okay. I was gonna, well, I was gonna say, could you count the con <laughs> I was, I was gonna say, could you count the Conference League? But I don't think that really counts. No, 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 that's no, not no. I mean. You that's, count the Conference League. Domestic trophy. No, I I mean, no, 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 no. Uh, yeah, no, 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 I definitely... want Joe's, I want round three at Chelsea. That's what I want. Peak. I want yeah. round yeah, three, yeah. baby. Let's go. Yeah, Roma Poch, last I... week. Where are you on Goon? You don't compete for no domestic. Not titles. Either, it was in ninth place. It's like I can't. Yeah. Yeah, that was real. Do you know what? Do you know? I don't even keep up with my Syria that much, but I saw that and I was like, "Ah, that's why he's not there." And I thought, oh, "Okay, gotcha." Show's, um, show's over. I, I felt bad for him though. He looked really upset to be leaving. Like he looked. Re I, I think he was really close to that team. I think he was really happy there. But at the end of the day, if yeah. you can't, you know, at the end of the day, you can. It's football. If you're not doing your job properly, it's any job. If you're at any job, if you're not doing your job yeah. properly, you, you're going to get sacked, isn't it? So. It is what it is. It's the way the world works. So, uh, it's a wrap yeah. for, yeah. for man, man. Show's yeah. over.
Joe's <laughs> over for Mourinho and it's been over and people will just hold on to it because of what he did previously. And yeah, what he right. did previously yeah. was fantastic, but if he did what he's done in the past 10 years at your football club, Arsenal, what's he done that Arteta's not? Mm. Arteta won the FA Cup. He won a Conference League. What's the difference? The show's over at the top level now. Now, yeah. if you want to win FA Cup, League Cup, Europa League, Conference League, Mourinho's your guy. Because is, yeah, is, is he really only won a Europa What's, League and a Conference League in the last 10 years? He really has, hasn't he? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. See, it sounds wow. crazy when I you say it out loud. Deep, second deep second, that, second place in the Europa League last season. And yeah, no, he hasn't done anything. I didn't even deep um, that, you know. It I sounds like... It sounds is when you say it out loud because people think of Mourinho and think, oh, what he did. This ain't 2004 no more. Bear in mind, oh, people, damn. I need to clarify this. I am a huge Mourinho fan. He is my second favorite manager of all time. So that's how mm. high I put him in regards to, he's one of the goats. He sits at that table, but just not in 2024. Outdated, he's past it. It's a wrap. Show's over. He's just not that guy at the highest level. Let me clarify that. Now, Newcastle, I under I know shout out to Strasbourg Steve. He's he wants him for the he, trophy. He's crying out for yeah, him. Yeah, which I get because can Mourinho mm. come to England and win you a League Cup or FA Cup or Conference League or Europa League? Absolutely. But there's a mm. reason this man hasn't competed. Not one. He's not competed in the past ten years. When's the last time he was in competition for a Premier League or a domestic title in a major European league or the Champions League? What's the last major trophy he won? The Premier League at Chelsea. In 2015, right? Was it 2015? Yep, yep. No, 2014. 2014? Yeah, no, I think. Yeah, either one of those. Basically, we're talking 10 years ago. And he's done nothing yeah. of note since. Arteta's, Arteta's got a better resume than him in the last 10 years. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Because the FA Cup is a is a more prestigious trophy than Conference yeah, League. The now, Europa League yeah. is... Actually, now, I tell a lie, he won the Europa League. I'm lying. He won the Europa League and the League Cup, so Arteta doesn't. But second-tier trophies is the point I'm making. He's won a set. He's yeah. won a second tier trophy of Europa League because he was at us. Arteta's won the FA Cup. Yes, he won the when, League Cup as well. When did when did he win? You mean the Conference League? When did he win the Europa League? With United. Oh, with United. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Twenty seventeen. He won the Europa yeah, League and League Cup. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about it too. See, you know why we forgot about it, TJ? Because it's the League Cup and the Europa League. That's why. That's why we forgot about it. Yeah, you're right. Because it's not that. Now, if he had won, the no, no, and he, and he was almost, and he was almost, he was almost going to do it with Spurs back in 2019 yeah. or twenty twenty before he was sacked. And he got yeah, sacked. Like, that's it. <laughs> yeah, sacked. Like, yeah. like that, like it's... that's it. You know what I'm saying? So the point I'm making is the reason why me and TJ forgot, and it was at my football club because it's the Europa League and the League Cup, and they're second and third tier, respectively, respectfully. Yeah. And there's no one with no statue outside of the Emirates. There's no one with no statue outside of Old Trafford <laughs> for winning second and third tier trophies. There's no one's name we chant. Yeah. Whether it's Arsenal, whether it's Manchester United for second and third tier trophies, what are we doing? Facts. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Facts. Absolutely. Like, that's like, let's call a spade a spade. We may not be, both mm -hmm. of our clubs are nowhere near where they once was, but the aim is still to get back there. And bear in mind, both of our clubs have had longer droughts than this without major trophies. But it's like, obviously, this is just being documented because it's now the social media era. But hey, we move. But hey, big up to everyone that's 100%. locked in.
continue to run up the likes. Just under 60 of you lot in here. We're at how many likes are we at? Oh, 48. All right, decent girls up to 60 likes though. Like check one, two, one, two. Hit the subscribe button on the channel. Roll to 10k here on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube. We're at 9,384. One more people. I know there's at least one of you lot who have not subscribed. Girls to 9,385. Make sure you subscribe to TJ's channel and Connor's channel. I know one of the mods put both their channels in the comment section. Can someone do that again for me as well? Please continue to get your questions in as well before we do indeed um, close out as well. But that, man, yeah, as a United fan, I'd love to see Mourinho or Arsenal, but it ain't going to happen. <laughs> when we linked, I feel like we were linked with him when, because um, where, where was he when Unai Emery lost his job? I, don't, I think he was available, wasn't he? He, when, was, um, I, he was somewhere between, he was somewhere between here and Roma. I know that. So he was, um, no, so yeah, I think he was, uh, was Tottenham it, was and it, Roma, it, I mean, Tottenham was it just, and Roma. Was it, was it just before Unai Emery joined when we lost Wenger? I can't remember. But I remember we were in for him at some point. People were actually thinking about um, bringing him in. But um, do you know what? Do you know what I'm saying, Jose, at this point? Because I look to stick anyone. You know, there's been so much. Listen, don't get me wrong. We've won the FA Cups over the years. And I love the FA Cup more than anything. I remember I went to the FA Cup semi-final against Man City. And I know it was only semi-final, but it was such a good game when we uh, won an extra time. And that was my first proper game as an Arsenal fan. I could really feel the love around Arsenal for an FA Cup. And we actually went, obviously went ahead and won it that year against Chelsea. Um, I just want a trophy. Bro. <laughs> oh, I'm sick of these. Like, I would have taken, I would have, I've been saying, I've been saying it. I've been consistent about it. I would have taken a trophy. I would have taken an FA Cup and he would have been in the job for me. You know, you even it. knew how underwhelmed, like people got so hyped up about the community shield at the start of the season. Go yeah. back and watch our watch along with me and TJ. We look so, listen, as much as we won it, we were so underwhelmed. Like we had like our two minute celebration that we beat City. And then we yeah, and then we're just like, sitting there like, oh, it's community, yeah, it's community shield. Like I don't actually mean anything. Well, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a, it's a charity, it's a charity cup, and it, it's one of those things where he's won two of those, and people are, and the Arteta inners are gonna keep, are gonna keep latching onto that. You give know, him a statue. Like, give like, him a statue. Like, 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 like Rose did in the Titanic. I don't know who kept bringing up the Titanic last time we were on. But, <laughs> you but know yeah. who he was, man? Jacob. It's Jacob. I'm not, I'm not, but you know what? I'm not gonna lie, right? Jacob. I think you know. I think I think it was like two a.m. in the morning, right? And I, I don't know why I was up, right? Because I'm, I'm normally like this is normally the time I'm really ready because I got work in the morning, right? But I was on your show flawless, and Jez, he was going on about uh, Ghana. That was probably the best forty-minute rant I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, fuck the kids, yo! <laughs> it's just literally, it was like when Jez gets going, it is just, it is box office yeah, TV. Bro. Just, it is so. so nice. Nice. That, no, I, no, 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 I put in a comment about Thomas Partey, and he lost his shit. He was like, "It's a fraud." <laughs> Oh, it's so good, man. Party. So good. Never delivered. So for those that don't know, it's the last United Chelsea Spurs show, but Ghana had lost uh. that day to Cape Verde. And if you want an <laughs> even better one, go to, it was the Q&A, it was the Wednesday um, when they lost, Spurs lost in the Champions League to, no, they hadn't lost already. It was at halftime of the Spurs-Marseille game. And he, it was like that, but it was epic. It was even more epic because that one was like, that one was like forty minutes. This, the last one in the Spurs Marseille thing was longer. Like it was crazy. But yeah, because he's been happy about Big Ange. But like that's just from last season under Conte, like where we were just in hell. 
when he was under when he was under contract. Bro, it's worth going back and listening to those shows. It's literally yeah, someone actually what I don't know what legend on it, but someone actually timestamped it in that comment of the video as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah Warrior J, man. Yeah. Warrior J, oh, so good. So good, man. A big up to Dal for the super chats and splash the cash on club job done. Oh my god, too much too much too much too much northwestern tree going on here, bro. I was I respect it and to AJ who says uh question for flawless with what just happened to Anthony Martial which I want to discuss in a second, how yeah. long before the squad down tools to finally get him sacked. In regards to Martial, it's, so for those that don't know, reports came out stating that Martial, well, he was injured, he was ill. Then he went back to training. Ten Hag deemed him not fit enough to train with the main squad. So he had trained to train alone to build up his fitness. Then his agent came out a few hours later and stated that this is false. Martial is, it wasn't because of that. He needs hip surgery. So here's my thoughts on it. One, why is this getting out? like first and foremost i don't know why this is being leaked secondly there's so many variables with this because it's like what was the injury that martial had was it an injury that let's say for example let's say for argument's sake it was covid not wishing out on him i hope it wasn't COVID. but let's say martial had covid i would understand if he got back to the team and was not up to speed as quickly as if he just had a cold for example or he just had like a, a niggling injury or something slight, like a thigh strain or something like that. So in regards to that, um, and then, but the agent coming out and rubbishing and it tells you just where we're at. It's just typical mess from Manchester United. Who do I believe? I don't know. Again, that's one thing I will say. I don't know. Ten Hag could be telling the truth on this. Martial and his, well, his agent and himself could be telling the truth. But again, it's just, I don't know why this is. Martial's contract's up in six months. He can legit talk to clubs from now. Why is this coming out about Martial? Like, I don't get it. And just the last bit about uh, uh, the squad down in tools. This is his team. These are his guys. This is his signings and players. He's put his arm around and players he's endorsed and said, yes, this is who is in the army. This is who is in my army with me. If the army turned on you, that's your fault at the end of the day. You've spent enough. That's why when people say, oh, all these players down tools on certain players, you, I mean, down tools on certain managers. It's not the same. This ain't the same squad that Oli had. This ain't the same squad that Mourinho had. This ain't the same squad that Van Gaal had. Some of the players are the same, but guess who kept those players around? The manager. Because I say this, I was saying this last time in regards to structure. Structure is why certain certain players are at the club. That's not on Ten Hag. Like it was on Man United. We was discussing this, and man was talking about McTominay. McTominay being at the club is not on Ten Hag. I don't blame him for that. That's not his fault, even if he did his best to sell him. But the fact that he continues to pick him and continues to play him, that's on the manager. Same way he made Bruno Fernandes captain. Just because a player is at your club does not mean you have to play him. We've seen it with Ange, with Eric Dyle. Even when they had centre-backs injured, man went to the A, he had and played Ben Davies and Emerson Royale as centre-backs. Mm-hmm. is not involved. Now Dyer is in, um, in Munich. I'm saying at Bayern, but the point I'm making is, is like if players, if the squad's down in tool, I'm looking at the general. All my co-hosts down tools on me on Sarcasm City TV. Are you not gonna look at all the co-hosts that look at me? Exactly. Why do I have to put it in stupid terms? And this ain't aimed at you, AJ, but I'm saying I, I have to dumb it down and and make it unrealistic and make it so over embellish for people to realize if all my co-hosts have issues with me so tj connor all the people you see on there on a regular basis on all these shows on a daily have an issue with me are you not going to blame them or are you not going to blame me of course you're not going to blame me because clearly i'm doing something wrong clearly i'm doing something wrong and i'm not doing this at the level that 
Ten Hag is managing Manchester United. I'm not paid at that. He's compensated extremely well to do an extremely tough job. You're one of the best paid people in your profession, as are a lot of the players. So that's why I don't hear the excuse about players down in tools. No, the team is just not that good. And the manager assembled it. He's playing. He's, yeah. he's out there putting the tactics yeah. together. It's just something a lot like Arteta. Because yeah. a lot of it is <laughs> very, very like a lot like Arteta. A lot Literally. of it is very, very. A lot of it is very, very, very similar. That's why I see a lot of. Because the crazy part is a lot of the defensive that that Arteta inners have about you lot. I mean, have about Arteta is the same with Ten Hag. I'll give him time. Mm. That's how. Do you do you reckon like, that um, Ten Hag does have an like an agenda? I I have the power, which is respectable. You're in, you're in, listen. You're the, you're the manager of the football club. At the end of the day, you do have the power in terms of the squad. You know, you are their leader in terms. Do you believe that he, how do I put this? Do you think he has a big ego when it comes to it? You know, like Arteta does. You know what? Listen, Arteta's done multiple times. Look at the likes of Kieran Tierney. You even look at like, like Smith Rowe right now, you know. I feel like there isn't a bit of an agenda against some of these people. Listen, Anthony Martial hasn't been United's saving grace, if we really look at it. Listen, he's not being bad. He's not been terrible for United, but he's not being what they wanted him to be. But do you reckon this is the first, if this is true, obviously, but we don't obviously know if it is or not. But do you reckon this is the first of many? Because didn't this happen before? Obviously, it happened before. It's happened with before, yeah. So, that, this, is, so this is what leads me to believe that it could be true in regards to him. Do I say light? Him, yeah, him, him demon. I could actually see this being the case where he yeah. actually thinks, all right, Martial's not up to speed fitness wise. And Martial's like, no, I'm up to speed fitness wise. Same way he was like, Sancho's not training well. Sancho's like, yeah, I am training well. The, yeah, so yeah, results. in regards yeah. to having it, I think you have to, like, if you're it, if you're in the Premier League and you're at the highest level of your sport as a manager, you have to have yeah. the ego. You have to have some, you also have to, it's a balance though, you have to surround yourself with people who are going to check your ego as well. But you have to have confidence. These are all multi-millionaires pretty much that you're dealing with. They're going to walk all over you if you don't have that backbone, if you don't back yourself and the crazy part is he did this last season all the issues we had last season like for instance when Rashford was late the Maguire situation where like he, he dropped him took the captaincy off him same thing with Ronaldo etc his discipline was uh, spot on removing Sancho from the situation and sending him away Sancho came back and was slightly better like all of these things you know what I'm saying the way he managed injuries and not throwing um, not just not giving players the best possible platform to succeed so that's why I don't hear it. But all that all that's changed is the pressure. Because now the pressure's on even more so because there's a higher expectation on you because of what you did last season. Whereas the expectation last season when you got here was on the floor. So now that you've exceeded that, it's like, okay, you, you're of a certain level. Now we expect you to either at least maintain that level or, or breach or, or go above and beyond that. And he's just failed miserably. And I genuinely don't think he's a bad manager. I just think mm. he, pressure, man. Pressure when you say burst diamonds or I mean burst pipes or makes diamonds. Like that's what it is with him. Bro, so, yeah, I, I think just, it is. Go on, go on TJ. No, no, yeah, no, no. On. I just think I and I've said this before. I'll say it again. I just think his his person management skills are absolutely dross. Yeah, like the way, the way bro, the way the way the way that he handled that Sancho situation, I don't think I don't think he could have done a worse job if he tried. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, and that's bad. and that's one of those things where like you're you're starting to see, especially the with the PR around it and maybe even the news around it. I mean, we all know that 
English English outlets of uh, football news are, are toxic as it is. But you know, if you're if there if your first thought is automatically, oh, he has a problem with Martial, maybe you need to look at how you're how you're coming across to yeah, the yeah. fan base and to the and to the media because that's what they're going to keep saying about you until you actually do something positive. That's it. So and it's kind of like I could see that. Like that I could be. I could see it being like the um the Sancho situation. Like like I said, where it's like, all right, Sancho's not training well. No, I'm training well. Martial's not fit enough. I am fit enough. Like it, it could yeah. be that. And the thing is with it, the reason why I can't pick a side and say who's right and wrong because I don't know. I'm not in training. Maybe Martial isn't. Maybe Martial is not up to speed. Or maybe he is, or it did come out. I didn't, someone let me know in the chat. I think his agent stated that he needs hip surgery. So it's kind of like, all right, so he's not going to be up to speed if he's yeah. needing hip surgery, if he's injured. So why is he training? But again, that turns around to typical Manchester United. Big up Donna C in the chat as well. Oh, Big God, up Donna C in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> I said, always hey, bro. always asking for you, man. Every time that's live, like in particular clubs, where's Theodore? Where's Theo? Is he here? <laughs> All the time, and I'm like, no, sorry, Theodore's got a secret admirer. That's what I'm gonna say. Theodore, Theodore has a secret admirer. Theodore has, Theodore has, Theodore has has had to work this week. I haven't been on the sticks, but Donna, Donna, he's back on Saturday. He's back on Saturday, Donna. Catch on Saturday. Yeah, I'll see you at six in the morning on Saturday. And yeah, um, Warrior J, can you please put the statement back? I didn't star it. My my apologies. I didn't I didn't star it. So my apologies for that. So if you could start it, that'd be a big help, Warrior J. Much, much, much appreciated. And uh, and to see Cube, yo, Jacob's on here. Don't get him mistaken. Like Jacob was on, <laughs> literally Jacob's on the last show. Nobody needs. Nobody show. needs. This is United Arsenal show, so that's why he's not here. See Cube to Spurs fans for all the singles. And the man that play ball who says flawless, I understand he may not be up to speed, but I don't agree with isolating the players. I agree with that. Like that's why with Ten Hag, this just adds to a whole long list. Like there's a way to. There's a way to disagree. There's a way to discipline players, and it should be one-offs. Like, why is it you're gonna have disagreements? You're hundred and ten. You're going to have disagreements. You know what the key is when you have those disagreements? Keep them in house. Why are these things getting out? Keep them in house. Like that's what anything can be dealt with. I say this all the time. Any what in particular a working relationship? This shouldn't be a new story. Why has this got out? That's mm. my biggest thing with this. Like it shouldn't have. So, but Ten Hag's been done anyway. And again, these are his guys. These are his guys, not in particular like Marshall and Sanchez. But I'm just talking about the squad as alone. Yeah, you can mm. still have easy. You can still have guys train with the team and not play. Oh, you're not fit enough to play with it. Like we're not playing well enough for you to be moving like that. That's the issue as well. When you're winning, people are more accepting because it's like, all right, we get them results. Winning shuts up 99.9 percent of people. So that's players, coaches. Uh, fans etc like who cares this was at City and Pep no one's even fussed because you know why they win more often than not but when you're not winning and we're struggling so badly people are going pinpoint a look to it so Jay is a winner you missing the point how about getting rid of both of them since they're since they're <laughs> since they're useless you're not new here Jay you know my thoughts on this this is the craziest part you know my thoughts on Sancho you know my thoughts on Martial you know my thoughts on 95% of the squad when I've said get rid of everybody. Like, but this is nothing to do with what we're talking about right now in regards to just because a player's not good enough doesn't mean you treat them anyway. Because other players will look at that. Like, that, that's how it is. Like, players are going to look at the manager and go, all right, so if you can do that to him, you can do that to me. 
And especially yeah. if they're cool with Martial and their brethren, it's like, right, you treat my brethren badly, like just because he's deemed not fit enough after illness. Where's the leeway? I'm not sure. Like I say, if someone knows the time frame, I'm not sure. But if it's he was ill, went back for two days, and is not up to speed, well, he's been ill. Gives me the vibes. It gives me the vibes of um, Aubameyang and Lacazette. It's quite funny because Aubameyang and Lacazette are boys, so like they're close mm. as anything. Like we all know that, mm. right? And when Aubameyang got sidelined for the for obviously being late for the derby, which is which is fair, you know. It's, yeah, it's well, you oh. fair. I understood that he got benched. The whole you know training when it when it happened with him being training away from the first team. I was a bit pissed off about that because he is our best player. And I know, listen, at the end of the day, you shouldn't just call it out for because um, he's your best player. You should be instantly keeping him on the in the team. I get like, listen, that's just unfair on the other players. But my point is, it's quite funny. <laughs> Lacazette now comes out recently and says, I didn't enjoy playing under his system. I'll tell his system, you know, I couldn't find my way around it. I yeah, guarantee you. We could tell. Sorry. When Aubameyang and Lacazette got, got home, I guarantee they were chatting shit about Arteta. I know. <laughs> they did not like it's it. Kind of like, Can yeah, this yeah. thing piss off? I nah, that's fire, God. man. That thumbs up thing hilarious. is hilarious. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Put your hands up. Put your hand, Jacob put, your, put his hands up and like the, and, like, the balloons came down. Oh, yeah. And everything <laughs> Yeah. Oh, this thing's weird, bro. This Ridiculous. Weird, man. And this is it. So what he said about him is... Warrior J, big up for um, dropping the statement as well in the chat. What he said about him is completely false. He was he was not excluded from the group and he has no problem with Ten Hag. Uh, Martial has been in Manchester for nine seasons. And if he was not a great professional, then he would not have been at the club for so long. He's simply going to undergo a small operation on his adductors, which he should have done for a while and which did not allow him to... One second, the last bit. Which did not allow him to be 100%. So he will do it now. So now it's like, all right, has that been communicated? Because if the manager knows this, he's dead in the room. The manager knows he needs a, a small operation. If he needs a small operation or a martial side, why are you training? This is where it's a mess. Up. Why are you training that not at 100% unless it's not that big an issue? Where it clearly it might be. See, it's just all. This is all just, again, Manchester United not doing the basics on the pitch. We don't do the basics off the pitch. This is an easy solve. Just a just a conversation between the two of them clears all of this up. I I, I don't know, man. This this club never ceases fail, never ceases to amaze me just with pure foolishness. Flawless, just so I know, because actually yeah. I don't think I actually physically properly know. Um, come come end of season, what and obviously it looks like you're not going. Well, listen, you're still in the FA Cup. You could have a chance of getting to the final because you did it last season. Hey, favorable um, draw, yeah. Let's hope so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, listen, if hope you if, favorable draw, hey, where are them non-league sides at? Like, <laughs> non-Premier League sides, rugby, the championship, League Lee One, Rage. yeah, Maidstone and Eastleigh and all, yeah, 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 rugby, them sides, man. Yeah, go on, sorry, Connor, go on. Go um, on. you know, we brought up earlier about how you know, for me personally, if Arteta doesn't win any trophies, you know, I want to say goodbye to him. I know you're you're not a fan, I know you're not a fan of Ten Hag. Is it for you if? You know, come into season, you'd really want him just gone, get someone new in. I don't actually know your view on it. Do you say, Yeah, I want someone new now. Yeah. Never mind, wait until the end of the season. Like, because of just because of what I'm seeing, it's not even like, yes, obviously, a trophy is the main goal. And if mm -hmm. he wins a trophy, I'm looking at it different, but it's about how you get there as well. There needs to be something that sustainable. That's why I is it a rebuild thing as well for you? you we'll want do the sustainable. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Re a yeah. complete rebuild. A complete, yeah. I don't know what's a stronger word than a rebuild, but complete. Like I'm yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. blow it all up and start all over again. Yeah. And that's on the pitch and off the pitch as well. I'm tired of everybody. I've said mm -hmm. this. So to Jay as a winner, I'm with you with that. I'm said, get rid of, I want everybody gone. 
I keep saying this. I want a complete re everybody from owners all the way down to kit, man. Everybody, players, <laughs> coaching staff, managers, <laughs> scouting department, recruitment, medical staff, chefs, <laughs> CEOs, well, the well. Hey, the chefs out here serving up raw chicken, canteen, late canteen people. Have you say, lady, canteen staff, receptionists. <laughs> Parking attendants, everybody, man. Cultural reset, Andrew, man. Anybody were to um, it was Corey who said it. it was when I said this last time, Corey was like, when I said, right, it's harsh on like the tea ladies and the and the canteen stuff. He's like, I don't want anyone here who's been involved with just this loser mentality that's been going on. And he had a point, and he had a point, and that's where I'm at with it. Everybody, man, everybody, man. It's a rap show to go. So to answer your question, I think C Cube asked me, Am I a Ten Hag in or Ten Hag? I'm Ten Hag out, go, go. It's a wrap. To see Cube, he says, so flawless, you're saying CR7 was right after all. Never died what he said. Just the wrong messenger. Because I was saying what <laughs> Ronaldo was saying before he was even here. Before he got back here the second time. And that's documented. Go back and check. Watch it. Go back and check Man United's from two years ago. Let me just repeat that to clear that up for everybody. I was saying what Cristiano Ronaldo said in that interview before he came back here the second time. And bear in mind, the reason why I don't give Ronaldo no credit, because he signed seen all of this, said nothing because he was playing and because he was scoring goals. Bear in mind, we had our worst ever season under our worst ever manager. People act like that didn't happen. Then when he we got better, and he got dropped and wasn't playing, then he did this explosive interview. Staying on. We all know the Glazers ain't like, the Glazers ain't shit. My brethren set up one of the, one of the protests. What are we talking about here? Shout out to Saeed. Mm -hmm. Saeed set up one of those protests, people, for those that don't know. I was at that protest. I was at the second one and I was at the second one as well. Uh, we've been protesting long before. Ronaldo don't care about um, Manchester United. Let's, let's clarify that. Ronaldo don't care about Manchester United. As much as I love Cristiano Ronaldo for what he did for the football club, legend. One of my favourite Manchester United players, one of my favourite players of all time. He don't care for the club. Because like I said, he would have said something immediately when we had our worst ever season. Worst ever season under our worst ever manager. And he said nothing. Why is that? Because he was playing. Just to clarify, but people don't want to accept it. You know what I'm saying? People don't want to accept it. So, yeah, I'm not, I don't give Ronaldo no, cre no credit for what Stevie Wonder could see at Manchester United Football Club. He said nothing. <laughs> he said nothing new. He said nothing new whatsoever. Oh, the Glazers are terrible. Yeah, we know that. The facilities are terrible. Yeah, we know that. The stadium is bad. Yeah, we know that. Manchester United ownership doesn't really want to win. Yes, we know all of these things. He said nothing new. Now, if you're a non-Manchester United fan and heard that, I could see why you might be surprised. But there's no Manchester United fan that you've spoken to with any, any form of like realism that doesn't know this. And like I said, I've been saying this for ever since I started content creating. Been saying, been saying this. So you know, I was having this conversation before I was content creating. This is nothing new. This is shit we were saying in group chats. Like, what are we talking about? Uh, but CR7 was the only guy holding up your club under Ralph holding up our club to do what? to have our worst ever season <laughs> what did we do? holding the club under that's the same way people talk about Bruno oh Bruno's led your team led us to what? Like, I've seen yeah. the greats I'm old enough to have seen our greatest or one of our greatest ever periods like, let's not do this Mm -mm. Ronaldo was holding up the club under Ralph. Under Ralph to do what? What did we do under Ralph? And we had our worst ever season. How do you how do you define holding up the club? Scoring from the penalty spot? 
Yeah, because he scored that's, goals. Because that's what, yeah. Well, no, no, because he got classified in the chat. Big up classified. Mm-hmm. I see him around. Big up every time. He said, oh, yeah, he had a good season on paper. Yeah, how many of those goals were from open play? Yeah, how fair. many of those goals were were hat, were hat tricks against lower level sides? Like, did he ever um, did he ever come across? Like, right, like I, he went, he, he had a hat trick. I think he had a hat trick against Spurs. Hold that mm-hmm. CQ. And that was yeah, literally, did. and other than that, like, I, I, I don't really remember him doing anything too significant. You guys so. would have been lower with the table if not for him. I disagree with that. You take him out of the team, we get Bell. That's why when he stopped playing the season after, we was better. That's why the mm. season before he got here, we was better. Not good enough, but better. Mm. That's why we finished second with him. No, second without him and then finished seventh with him. Then finished third without him and won a trophy. You know, but hey. Yeah, is what hey, it is. Hey Hugo, no, no Bruno slander in this in on the stream ever. He is the best creative midfielder ever, ever Can't to exist. People ever. still stand in CR seven. You know what I'm saying, but we move. I'm saying he's he's washed. Like yeah, I just I just, I just thought about it. Ronaldo when Ronaldo because Ronaldo played the whole of his first season. And it was only the half season, wasn't it? Last season, wasn't it? It was only half of the season, correct? Some of this, yeah, yeah. Like, so he was here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you finished sixth that season. He was in the team, wasn't he? Seventh. Worst ever. Seventh. Worst ever. Put, worst yeah. ever performance so, with our worst ever goal return. Yeah, so I think the I goals... I mean, yes, you could have probably been lower. But so, really, so just to clarify was, that. Worst ever season. Yeah. Worst ever goal return, but he scored goal. Because our attack was worse with him in it. Like I said, we finished mm-hmm. second of the season before him. He got here, we finished seventh. Take him out of the team, we finish third. And all the attackers are better too. Do you reckon that was all for a bit like Vibes FC? You know, bring Ronaldo back. That'll make the fans happy for a year. Oh yeah, it was just know. idiotic. Because I said it at the time. Yeah. Selling shirts, bro. There's still, this yeah. clip's still yeah. servicing now. Shout out to Statman Baines. Again, a little history lesson for you lot. When Ronaldo, and for those that don't know, Statman Baines is like a huge like CR7 stand. Like, that's his guy. When it got announced, me and him was on a live stream. Look at his reaction and look at my reaction. And then go and check what I said beforehand. And I said, this is a terrible idea. Why are we bringing Ronaldo in? Why? Why Why? why are we bringing Ronaldo? I said, it makes no sense here. He don't fit what we're trying to do. And we had our worst ever season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last season fact. was a new manager bounce. I agree C-Cube to an extent. It was. But we were still better without him. That's a fact. The numbers don't lie. The performances don't lie. But again, people go lie to themselves. What stream was... Uh, was it on my channel or was it on his... I think it was on, I can't remember, I'm not going to lie. But check, I've got a playlist for it, Warrior J, Stats, Facts and Vibes. That's what the show's called. That's what mine and Bainsey's show was called. So if you time it up, like when Ronaldo was announced, you'll be able to find it. But the clip's on my Instagram, I think, still. You know what I'm but no one will come back and say, oh, Flawless, you was recording spot on. People are like, oh, you know what we're talking about? Ronaldo, goals, this, that and the third. I bet. You know nah, CQ. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say Bamiang and, and Ronaldo was the same thing. Nowhere near. You know no. that that that's two different things, in my opinion. I think um, there's a difference between coming out and completely calling out the club and everything about it, and then just turning up late to a game. I don't think that makes his ego big. Um, I've probably probably because I've got too much love for a Bamiang person. Probably why I'm sticking up for him. I can't well, know, well, I no. I mean, well, it, uh, no. I agree with you though because a uh, I, I I love a Bamiang. I got one of his shirts too. So obviously we we like Aubameyang, but he it just didn't. It wasn't getting along with the manager, and Arteta finally had his excuse to force him out. Like it's not. This is not new news. Like Aubameyang didn't come out and say anything bad about Arsenal. He loves Arsenal. He yeah, does. He did not like the manager. Yeah. 
He came out with that once he landed. As soon as he landed in Barcelona, he was in front of the press being like, fuck that guy. Yeah, well, he didn't even tell you know, Edu or Arteta that he was even flying to Barcelona. He literally just got there. No, no, he's he just like, get out of here. Yeah. No, oh, and, and I'm not saying Obama, we're not saying Abba doesn't have a big ego. You have to have a big ego to be Mate, that yes. player, to be that guy. Yeah. You have to be. But but ego ego in, in terms of direction. It's about having it's about yeah, it's about having a healthy ego. Just to clarify, yeah, yeah. most mm. exactly I'd say ninety-nine percent of top players, ninety-nine percent of like top managers or managers at top clubs you have, have an ego. To, you have you to you don't get yeah, you have to you don't you don't get to their levels, like you don't reach like you don't you're not at Arsenal football club managing if you don't have an ego. That don't happen, whether you're successful or not. Like you, Arteta has some form of ego, same way Ten Hag has some form of ego. Bear in mind, I don't rate either of these two managers at these clubs. Let me just clarify that. But Ten Hag was spot on with what he did with Ronaldo, and I stand by that. That's mm -hmm. why Ronaldo ended up in Saudi. Like, simple as that. Yeah. Like I said, Ronaldo had the whole 12 months to, to speak up and do an interview with Piers Morgan, but because he was playing and he was performing well and perceived well, when I say well, he was scoring goals, but the team was performing poor. He didn't say shit. He was awful that season. I just got to quickly point out. He loves Manchester United. Go on, Connor. I got to quickly point out. Man don't play ball. That profile picture is the most scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Combination of Onana and Maguire. Jesus Christ. Mm. That thing is nuts. I'm going to say that right mm. now. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to quickly point that out because that is a kind of a mad profile wow. picture. Yeah. yeah. I think that's it. Um, and yes, to, to, to reduce the Kev, absolutely spot on flawless revisionism in this fan base is crazy, yeah? I don't give you credit for being selfish. The fuck? <laughs> you don't care for the club. Like, what are we doing here, man? Same shit that everybody's, any Manchester United content creator you probably watched, to everyone watching, probably was saying what he said two years ago. Probably yeah. said that before he got here. And there'll be yeah. the, the odd one that probably doesn't, but if you listen, like, we've been talking Did about it once. Didn't Ibra say the same? Ibra said the same thing as well, didn't he? When he arrived, he said similar things. Van Gaal said the similar things. Yeah. Like, but it's because we just went, oh, Ronaldo was so brave in doing it. No, because he's selfish. That's why he did it. Do you reckon that? Do you reckon United would ever go back for Paul Pogba, flawless? Nah, I doubt it. I no. doubt we that to go back for the third time. No, 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 no. I highly, I yeah. highly doubt it. But then again, I put, I put nothing past this club because we went and got Ronaldo <laughs> when we did, and we had no reason. Yeah. To. Yeah. Said this at the time, we had no reason. Didn't Paul to Pogba said the same thing about you know, and I know you guys. I know Paul Pogba was Jesus Christ. That second time round was more drama than anything else. But yeah, so much he, drama. He more, he more or less said the same. Probably, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah this is, there's been so many like players who have said similar things. It's like that tells you all you need to know. It's like right, he didn't say nothing new. So I when I'm sat down, like when I watched the interview, I'm like, what did he say? That was he said nothing new. Uh, nothing, nothing new whatsoever. I was like, "What? Mm. We, what are we talking about here?" There was nothing. You know, Manchester United, because you can see from the results as well. You don't even have to be the most like knowledgeable. You can see from how we're running, what we've done. But yeah, man, like like I said, in it, people going praise certain players. Like it's players over the club for certain people. Like I'm club over everybody. This is why I want everybody gone and just read like rebuild and go again. But we'll see. What, mm. We'll see. Is for you lot, final few questions. Continue to run up the likes, hit the subscribe button. Big up to anyone listening on the audio platforms. Again, subscribe to TJ's channel, Connor's channel. Someone drop the links in the comment section, please, as well. We'll actually get you man's previews. Palace, we'll go to you, Connor. Uh, <laughs> prediction, scoreline prediction. That's where we're going. 
I'm sticking with it. 1-1. I'm sorry to be toxic and negative that a lot of fans hate Arsenal fans, but listen, I am not expecting anything to change after these two weeks. I really want there to be, but I can already see it. 1-1. It's going to be a low block game. We'll be on it, but it's going to be. A, I feel like it's going to be a carbon copy. I hope Arsenal prove me wrong. You know, my head says my head says one all, but maybe my heart's telling me like a three 0 win. But nah, man, I just I don't know. And it's Palace as well. Palace can be our bogey team now and then. I mean, uh, it's been a bit different when Zaha hasn't been there anymore. But you know, they start, they still have been our bogey team now and then. So um, yeah, man, one all. I don't think anything's going to change. I think someone asked earlier. I don't know who it was, but they said, "What's our ideal front three? That was it. Warrior J. That was it. Um, my front three that I want to see personally is. I'm going to have to throw Saka in there because even though he's not really on form, he's in, he's easily our best attacker. Um, and I want to say, I honestly try something new. I want to try what Eli said earlier, Trossard and Martinelli. Why not? We need something different. And what's the point of playing the same front three that really hasn't worked in the last seven games, if you really think about it? I can't remember. TJ, would you know how many goals we scored in the last seven games? What is it like? Maybe six goals? Five six. goals? Something like that? Uh, yeah, something like so that. It's, it's not... It's not it's not good enough, you know. It's just not even averaging a goal a game. So, yeah, it's not good. So try something new, and uh, I'm going to go for one all. But hopefully, fingers crossed, that changes. And uh, but I'd go for Trossard, uh, Martinelli, and Saka just because I don't think Jesus is going to be fully fit as well. I think he might be half fit, but he'll come on. He'll, I think he'll come on for a cameo. Well, for all we know, Havertz will start centre forward. So you know, uh, I'm gonna go for a one-all flawless, and I think it'll be a low-block game, and I think we might get a point. What are you telling me, TJ? I'm going if I am getting up at (laughs) 6 a.m. and these men don't put at least two nil, I am going (laughs) to lose it. You can kiss TJ Warren TV goodbye. That is my last day on you. I'm just kidding. Probably not, but um. I will be fuming if we don't, and I, I think we'll I think we'll win two nil. Um, we need to come out of we need to come off the 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 plane from Dubai literally on fire. And I think I think with Elise injured, um, Elise is injured for Crystal Palace. Um, they're gonna play the low block against us, but we should have more than enough to score. And these guys should not have anything against us moving forward. Obviously, we could probably have said that against Fulham too, but we're at home. There's no excuses for dropping points this game. No excuses. So yeah, front three. I'll, I'll answer uh, Warrior J. Front three: um, Martinelli, Martinelli, Trossard, Saka. Let's go. We 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 need we need to get those guys out there and get them firing right away. Um, and that that honestly, for me for me that starts in the midfield, getting ball getting balls in deep. Pause. And uh, let's uh, let's get um, let's let's score some goals, guys. Come on, we gotta start, yeah, one, we gotta start one scoring. Is cra- yeah, one win in seven is crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm so, so, glad so, so yeah, that's it. That's it. I'm going. I'm going. I, I, I'm not pulling punches. I'm going two nil. Two nil to the Arsenal. I, I think you'll win two nil. And that's not because I think you are great. I just don't rate Palace like that. that that's what yeah. it is. God and in regards to CQ, has to be flawless. Does uh, Jim um, coming in means Ten Hag gets more time? Couple of things. One, it depends on how much power Jim Ratcliffe and Ineos have. And two, I don't know what they're like in terms of ownership. Are they patient? Are they trigger happy? Are they somewhere? Are they balanced somewhere in the middle? Who knows? They might land in February and be like, this guy's terrible, has a terrible February, he's gone. Normally, though, when people take over, and I use takeover in very I use that term very loosely, they want their own person managing. So 
we'll see. We'll see. Like, I don't think anything will change. I've stated this. I don't think anything will change in regards to this ownership. I believe it when we see we see it. You know what the first thing they need to do is fix the fucking roof. They do that, then I'd be like, it's fix the leak. Fix the roof. That's what you fix the toilet and the, and the toilets. Yeah, yeah, the toilets yeah, yeah, yeah. Fix, do those two things. Fix fix the roof, fix the, uh, fix the toilet. And then I'd be like, you know what? All right, you lot are serious because I'm about actions. No more. I don't want you those statements because said it before I say it again, this Manchester United rebuild sounds great on paper. Are we going to have this advisor, bring in a CEO, bring in a DOF, <laughs> footballing people in footballing positions? Yeah, great. All right. All right. Bet. Nah, Andrew, you shouldn't yeah. even be eating. If you're eating at football grounds, like you get, you deserve what you get, man. Let alone paying for that shit. I remember yeah, I went for that. It's expensive. Like, you know it was like eight quid for a burger, and I thought I ain't purchasing that. You crazy? Like, you crazy? After I'll go hungry. You know what I'm saying. So if you eating at yeah. um football <laughs> ground, that's any football ground. That's on you, especially with the prices. That's especially ridiculous. you pay for your ticket as well. Yeah, facts. Facts. Yeah, but anyways, we are gonna close out, people. Big up to everyone that's locked in. Love. Uh, we'll go to you, Connor. Great to have you back on the show again. Let them know what you got coming up, where they can find you, all that good stuff, my guy. Yeah, thanks very much for having me on, Flawless. Really appreciate it, man. Always uh, love coming back on here, and I really enjoy the show with you and TJ. Really good. And f- thank you for everyone in the chat as well for tuning in. Appreciate it. Uh, you can find me on uh, YouTube. Now running up my channel again, CMO. If that doesn't come up, try CMO03. That's my app on youtube so maybe that might come up but please do subscribe we are leaving us seven subscribers away from um 400 hey so, yo you uh, get it done guys get it done now in there as well <laughs> yes eli i did i get to the milestone comment it's because my mom was talking rubbish in the comments so i missed it eli my bad i'm gonna get oh. to that eli don't worry i'm gonna get to that yeah go on uh sorry Connor. go go yeah, so if we run that up, that'd be really good. It's not just like people might think I just talk Arsenal. I talk Arsenal on TJ channel. That's the reason I go to TJ channel. Not only just for a good time, but to talk Arsenal. So I run this channel. It's not just Arsenal. It's uh, any club I'm talking at the moment. I might run a Spurs section this week, this weekend. Um, and I'm going to talk Everton as well on Sunday because uh, my PT saw that he likes the channel. And he now wants to, because he's an Everton fan, he now wants to talk Everton about the deduction and stuff. So. See, that's good, man. Yeah, he wants to get on and stuff. So I've got some shows coming up and stuff, and I do a transfer show as well. So if you want to get involved and anyone wants to have their opinion, feel free. I do match reactions for all the other stuff as well. So, um, yeah, it's going good, man. And, um, yeah, thanks again for also having me on, TJ, as well. And uh, looking forward to the next one. So I'm on again. Thank you very much. Man. Already seven bro. away. Man, I've already put the, the... AJ just put his link in the, in the conversation. AJ's a legend. AJ's always in my chats. Always here, man. What a legend, man. Honestly, big up to you, AJ, bro. Respect. Is, and to, yeah, TJ, same to you, man. Good to have you back, fam. Let me know what you got coming up over the weekend, etc. <sighs> yeah, bro. No, thank you again. I miss I miss the show every single every single time. I miss it. I miss it. So uh, big up every single time. Have had a great time talking football with you guys today. Um, you can find me at noon on Saturday <laughs> um, for the Crystal Palace Arsenal watch along. That is six o'clock uh here in the u.s where i am in the u.s so so do that we'll do that and then we'll have connor's going to be there with me and then connor will be there for the match reaction and you never know who's going to be there for the match reaction too i've been throwing around um i've been throwing it around throwing the link around to anybody who wants to come on and, and give their thoughts so obviously you've seen aj on there you've seen i mean you you or uh eli on there you've even seen cubed on there um coming on and talking some crap so it's been good so so be there for that and then do not forget sorry the flagship show for tj warren tv the american idiot show returns me connor and dal 
and we will have Saad from um, the football I love that corner. Man. Yeah. Yeah, I'll Saad, yeah. man. Yeah, Saad, Saad's the man. No, absolute <laughs> legend. Yeah, Saad Saad will be on, um, and he will be, and yeah, he'll probably be on for the match reaction too. So Saad, you've seen him on um, the football corner. You've seen him on the football terrace. He's a legend. Um, so so come on and uh, join us 9 p.m. UK time on Friday. Thanks again for having yeah, me. Make sure, make sure you lot, American Idiots, great show, people. You know what I'm saying I've been blessed to have been on there a few times, so make sure you check that out. And Eli, my bad, I'm sorry that I didn't get to this comment. It's because my mom was talking rubbish in the comments that I ended up blocking. Um, but he says, uh, been a member of the channel for two months. Eli, much appreciated your all your support. He mm. says, since people are saying the Tony deal is done, for the summer, why not get Benz for six months? Get Joe Chim Anderson for 20 million, sell Eddie and do and get um Zuba Mendy's release clause. I think you're talking too much sense here, Eli. That makes that's too logical. Eli, Eli, do you need a job? Do you need a job? Yeah. You should apply. <laughs> I think they're hiring, I think they might be yeah, they're hiring over there. I heard <laughs> that's very smart, man. That's very, very smart, Eli. For real, for real. That is very, very smart. 110 percent but you lot make sure like i said subscribe to tj's channel connor's channel as well yeah and my bad that i missed it but yeah we just i'm just not taking like i say let me just clarify this we all run banter run jokes on this channel you lot know how it is regulars in particular but any disrespect to any of my co-hosts any special guests anybody in the chat myself i'm not with you know what i'm saying so when ibrahim says flawless acting like ten hag yes i rule with the iron fist over here because it's my because it's my channel i i keep the lights on over here you know what I'm saying? So you know yeah. who has the yeah. you know who has yeah. the final say, me. Like I'm just not what we're gonna do. Run jokes, all you lot want. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm all for that. Like we run bants, but just to clarify, yes, like I'm not taking like people are like, oh, it's just football. No, there's other channels mm. for that. You ain't gonna disrespect <laughs> any anything over here. But hey, we're gonna close out anyway, people. Um, I think a lamb is live, so we're gonna raid a lamb. Let me not forget as yes. well, though, people. Let me not forget. You lot, not only AFCON is going on currently, and we are doing watch alongs on the Twitch back tomorrow. So, Victor, Jez, Prime, um, Steve, all are all holding down um, the watch alongs over on the Sarcasm City TV Twitch. I'm saying, nah, don't Ibrahim, nah, I don't demand a public apology. I just block you. I'm saying, I'm not, I'm not an apology type of guy, just to, just to clarify, I don't demand a public apology. Like, once you disrespectful, it's like, all right. Fuck you in it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just it's, <laughs> it's just what it is. Like that's just what it is. Like, I'm, I'm that. Yeah. Like I don't look for no apology. I don't need to like because you you don't have we're here talking football. Not you, Ibrahim, but we're just in general. I'm gonna say this. We're here talking football. There's no need to go too far. You know what I'm saying in that. Like, that's my thing. But yes, uh what was I saying? Yes, yeah, Senegal, Cameroon, but AFCON watch alongs. Obviously, I put oh, a video on the channel earlier. Um just letting everybody know. So Sarcasm City TV, Twitch, throughout the tournament, AFCON watch-alongs over there. And don't forget, people, this show on all the other shows on the channel, apart from watch-alongs, are available on audio-only platforms, people. So Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcast type in Sarcasm City TV, this show, all the other shows will pop up. So like I always say, if you want to listen while you're cooking, cleaning, driving, while you're at work, maybe at the gym, Maybe you're traveling. Maybe you just prefer to listen to your podcast audio only. And that's wherever you listen to music as well, people. So, yeah, Spotify, please hit us with the following five stars. Sarcasm City TV, 
All you iPhone users, iTunes, five stars, leave us a review. Same with SoundCloud as well. Or wherever you are listening, hit the follow button. Like you get this show every Thursday, midnight, people, midnight, UK time. Myself, TJ Warren, and then we bring in special guests like Connor as well. And there is a playlist for it on the channel. But we are going to close out Raid My Guy Alam because he's live doing, I believe it's an NBA game. One second. Toronto Hoop Talk. I believe it's an NBA game he's doing. Let me just double check that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's um Toronto Raptors versus Chicago Bulls. That's the game he is currently doing. So when we raid there, just put Sarcasm City Raid in capital letters. But love to everyone that's locked in. This has been the Manchester United Arsenal Show. Big up for tuning in. Or today up. <laughs>